working for a living, living and I'm working. I'm taking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. Atlanta's the answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. In this segment, what does a slowing but steady increase in home prices mean? Are we going to have a market crash? What's going to happen? What is fiber cement? Are there pros to using it? Fiber cement siding, that is. Are there pros to using it? How does curb appeal affect the buyer's impression of a home? My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence without all that worry. That's typical with life's biggest investments, and we want to connect with you. Don't forget, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas, request your neighborhood be featured at our neighborhood spotlight coming up in our next segment. And you can subscribe to our podcast, which we would love for you to do. So what does the steady but slow increase in home prices mean for buyers and sellers? The housing market is finally starting to level out and people are feeling cautiously optimistic. I get questions every day saying, hey, how is it? Is the business amazing? It is amazing. And the reality is business has been good for real estate brokers. It's been very difficult, though, for people who represent buyers in transactions, and it's been very difficult for buyers So I really feel for the buyers that feel like they've been shut out of the market because, I mean, these people got plans. They want to move on with life. They want to buy a home. They want to start a family. They want to do whatever it is they want to do, and they don't want to be held back by not being able to find a home. According to Dr. Lynn Fisher, who's the deputy director of the Federal Housing Finance Agency, that's the agency that oversees Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the two big government-sponsored lending institutions. Annual house price gains remained extremely high in August, but the pace of month-over-month gains is starting to slow down. That, that doesn't mean, according to her, that home prices are at a risk of declining. They are really still continuing to climb at double digits throughout the country, but it's not nearly as fast as they were climbing before. For home buyers, it may not sound like much, but the good news is that the peak in annual gains is likely over for the moment. And it could make it a bit easier for some potential buyers to jump back into the market. And that is good news. As home price appreciation starts to slow down, it might provide some other opportunities. And some might worry that a slow yet steady decline in listing price might mean we're headed toward a market crash. But it's more likely that the market will simply sway in favor of buyers just a little bit who have been waiting anxiously for almost two years to buy. There is so much concern out there that we might have another market crash. And the market crash, in my opinion, I'm not an economist, but in my opinion, the market crash or the recession from 2008 to 2012 was not necessarily caused by decreasing house prices. Decreasing house prices were caused by lax lending standards all throughout the United States. And if you look at the lending standards over the last Eight years, nine years, they are very, very different. Actually, if you look at it over the last 10 years or 12 years, they're very, very different than they were from 2000 to 2006 or 2000 to 2007. Back then, you had liar's loans. You had a lot of people getting loans that had credit scores that didn't exist or were under 600 or under 500. And I read a report not too long ago that talked about loans given to people with credit scores 620 or under, and that number was like one-fifth of what it was from 2000 to 2006. So the reality is that there is a lot of stability in the market. Plus, people have lots of equity in their homes. 
And imagine owning a $400,000 home yourself and having $200,000 worth of equity. Just how hard would you fight to keep that home? Would you let the lender foreclose on it? Would you let the price go down or have it be sold as a distressed property? I would say you're probably thinking, heck no. There is no way I would do that. There's no way I'd let somebody come in and take 200000 of my equity. And if people have a lot more equity, then they have a lot more control of what happens. So if you have 200000 in equity, worst case scenario, you can sell your home, pocket the $200,000, and move on with life, even if you can't afford to keep it. And so when people have equity in their home, they're much more serious about hanging on to that home. So I really don't believe we're in a pricing bubble and we're going to see things collapse. For sellers, they still have the upper hand in the market and there's because there's still a very limited amount of inventory available for home buyers. And sellers in most areas around the country can still expect high enough demand to close at or very near the list price, if the home is priced correctly, and they can still expect to close quickly since the average amount of days on the market is still fewer than last year. Now, that does not mean that you must close quickly. So as a home seller in a market where there's not enough inventory, you have an advantage and you can extend the closing. I've seen sellers have a closing that takes place six months from now because buyers were desperate to be able to get a home under contract to buy. Real estate is still expected to appreciate faster than usual through the end of the year. So prospective sellers who are on the fence about listing still have time to decide without taking a big loss if prices start to slide whatsoever. So the reality is, and if I have to sum it all up, slowing price increases will be way better for buyers than it will be for sellers. But the reality is, is most home sellers are also home buyers because they're selling and moving to a bigger home. They're selling and moving to a age-restricted neighborhood or they're selling and downsizing. And so if the market on the buy side or the sell side softens, any little hit you might take on the sell side, and I don't mean a hit as in taking a loss, I mean a hit as in getting less appreciation than you thought you would, would be offset by savings on the buy side of the transaction. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but it's a real interesting market dynamic. If you just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. My family's been in real estate in Atlanta for 35 years. We live, eat, breathe, and sleep real estate, and we would love nothing more than to help you make the best decisions buying, selling, or investing in real estate all throughout Metro Atlanta. You can find us at gogaddisradio.com, or you can just call us at 770-497-0000. I'd love to talk to you. I spend almost all day, every day on the telephone talking to home buyers, home sellers, others, real estate professionals in Atlanta and throughout the country, and I would love to be able to talk to you. We got a listener question. We're house hunting, and I see the term fiber cement. Exactly what is it, and why is that a good option for the exterior of a home? And I feel for this question is from Albert and Cumming, uh, because when you are out looking for a home, there are so many different terms and words that are used to describe the home that it can be just a little bit overwhelming. I had somebody not too long ago ask me about fiber cement boards on the exterior of a home, and they legitimately didn't know whether or not this was good or bad. And that, 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 um, that makes me sad. The, the reality is there are so many things about buying a home or selling a home that you need advice on. 
And I just wish that everybody had something that they were working with, someone they were working with who they could trust to give them the best information and the best advice possible. And the truth is, is fiber cement siding is really, really good. The modern version of fiber cement siding dates back to 1980s. They made press board siding that was really made out of extruded, hard pressed under tremendous pressure uh, cardboard uh, with a uh, sort of an envelope. Uh, on the outside of it. The issue was a lot of that was not installed correctly. And so this, um, this wall board on the outside of the house, this, this, um, LP or, or Georgia Pacific or all different kind of brands of siding on the house, they would just rot and fall off the side of the house. It's really sad. So as a result of that, in the 1980s, a company called James Hardy out of Australia perfected the process to fabricate fiber cement siding without the asbestos. So they had used fiber cement siding in the past, but it had asbestos in it, and it probably in a lot of houses down closer to the airport in areas where they were building houses way back when. You probably have a cement fiber siding, but it might have asbestos in it. It's a man-made material composed of a blend of cement, silica, and natural cellulose fibers. The mixture is pressed wet into molds to form clapboard planks or shingles or whatever you want used as exterior siding. Before shipping, they paint it or prime it uh, so that when it gets to the property, it's ready to be put up. It is durable. It's considered the most resistant to common enemies of residential siding. The material doesn't rot, warp, and is crack-resistant, although I have seen some cracks when it's not installed correctly. UV exposure does not degrade it, and it resists hail, snow, and ice. That's a pretty dang good list. It's environmentally neutral. It's considered environmentally inert and does not degrade into damaging, 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 damaging subject, damaging substances. Very easy for me to say on today's show. It lasts a long time. It typically offers an estimated maximum 50-year life for non-back-coated products and 75 years for back-coated versions. And then it is provides additional safety wood siding adds more fuel and more flame to house fires pvc and vinyl siding requires temperatures around 700 degrees to actually ignite however it melts and falls off the house at temperatures as low as 175 degrees fiber cement siding is generally unaffected by both heat and flame so i think if you're looking for a home and you're okay with the exterior of the home having siding in fact a neighbor in my neighborhood removed all of the synthetic synthetic stucco from her home and replaced it all with a fiber cement siding. She has fiber cement shakes that look like cedar shakes. They don't look cedar, but they look like a cedar shake that's been painted. And then she has lapboard siding and the combination of the two with this stone water table that goes up just underneath the windows on the front of the house is absolutely gorgeous. Got a listener question from Jim and Ostel. Our home is on the market, and we keep receiving complaints that the home looks old. We had it freshly painted and pressure washed prior to listing, so we're confused by the comments. I can't imagine Jim and he, how stuck he feels because people are saying the house that he thinks is beautiful is old and ugly. In many cases, Jim, if you've had it pressure washed and painted, it's a matter of how big the shrubbery is in the front of the house. And I invite you to go out to the street, look at the front of the house, and see what you would need to do to have the shrubs in the front of the house not exceed the height of the bottom windowsill on all of your windows. Jim, I think that would solve your problem. We're going to take a quick break. In our next segment, we've got our neighborhood spotlight where we feature Camden Point and Ackworth and DIY, do-it-yourself projects 
Are they a good or a bad thing for a novice to try when they're preparing to sell a house? Stick with us. We've got these topics and more. We'll be back.